Hey friends, it's season five of the official Do Good Better podcast, and every Thursday we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, a, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word "Do Good Better" at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So contact Brady Martz to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes those individuals happen to run small and medium-sized nonprofits, exactly who our guest is today. A very, very cool nonprofit concept. A very cool thing I'm very excited to learn about. Uh, Katie Dukart, who is the uh, executive director of Box of Balloons. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. We're very excited to uh, be part and to um, have the invitation to to visit alongside you for a period of time here. So, yes, yeah, so I lead Box of Balloons Fargo. Um, Box of Balloons is actually founded out of Madison, Wisconsin area, and there are 57 chapters across the U.S. Um, about 18, 19 months ago, I brought a chapter to Fargo alongside with another um, great leader in the community named Chelsea Strand. And together we run Box of Balloons Fargo. <clears throat> Our mission is to bring joy and celebration to children on their birthday who wouldn't otherwise have it. Um, our motto, which I just love uh, to say, is, is very simple. And it is every child celebrated each birthday happy. End of story. Um, how we do that is we work with child advocates, social workers, um, people in leadership roles within the community that work with uh, children in all capacities and all facets. Um, they provide requests to us for birthday boxes, of which we then put our wheels in motion with our volunteer base and the resources that we have to provide a birthday box for that child. Um, what sold me on this mission and what I love about Box of Balloons is, um, you know, as you mentioned, my name is Katie Ducart. So I would be a stranger coming in and putting on a birthday party for a child. I have nothing to do with that birthday party other than enabling it to happen. 
So our mission dignifies the parent or caregiver of that child. The birthday box is turned over to them so that they are able to be the birthday hero for that child who might be going through difficult circumstances. I love I love this as a setup. And I think what I like, uh, well, there's a number of things I like about it. Number one, I think we concentrate a lot on Christmas time, right? So yeah. that's kind of the main <laughs> objective. Yeah. And, but and it's, in, it's an everybody thing, right? Everybody. But everybody's got a birthday. And right. um, that's one of those cool, super special days that I think gets overlooked on a lot of the celebration piece, especially those who maybe don't have a support system or as right. many friends or who might be um, uh, have food scarcity or homelessness. Like that is a thing that you just don't concentrate on yet. Every kid should. So I really, really like that. Um, how has the response been as far as support for this? Cause the sales pitch has got to be super cool. It is super cool. And, and, and everybody that hears about it really does want to be involved in some form or fashion. So it's been wonderful um, from a couple of respects in that area. Um, one being a lot of different people have supported us by, by volunteer, by, uh, by volunteering to help in building a birthday box for a child in need, which that program allows us to, let's say, Patrick, you say, Hey, me and, me and my family want to do this. We provide you with a specific child's name, some details about that child, the box and the details that go into what goes into each box. And you have full creative license to pull that birthday celebration together for that child. Um, so that's one way that people have been able to help. We've had different organizations and groups that have done supply drives for us, which is absolutely huge. Um, we do ideally um, ask for a two-week um, uh, lead-up uh, lead time to be able to pull together birthday boxes. That doesn't always happen. So having some supplies on hand for us allows us to respond to those last-minute requests that happen often at no fault to um, the social worker, the teacher, whoever that advocate might be. There's been times where children have literally come to school crying because their birthday was the day before and there was no recognition of that, no ability to celebrate, you know, um, maybe due to whatever circumstances are taking place there. So having those supplies allows us to be able to respond in a very last minute. Um, you know, the other, of course, like every nonprofit out there, the other way people can support and that we have a great need for support is through finances. Um, that enables us to be able to um, purchase the resources that we need to be able to do things on a little bit of a broader level. Um, I think it's very important to note that as a very small nonprofit, we are 100% volunteer-based. So there is no operational overhead. There is no, um, you know, we have no salaries or anything. Every penny that is donated to Box of Wounds Fargo goes directly to serving those that are in need of that support. And I think that's probably one of the bigger challenges too, is it's probably exhausting. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And I think one of the best parts that you'll probably experience too, is that there's probably a couple of stories that keep you motivated during times of I'm exhausted doing this hardcore work. What's one success story that you have that reminds you and when the going gets tough and the frustrations come in or the, or the stories of just like, wow, that is just not the way it should be for a child. What keeps you going? What is that one story that you go, this is why we do it? Oh, well, there, there's countless, there's, there's countless stories. And I will share one with you, um, but, but also when I just back up a little bit to, I think you set this up really well, the requirement to run a chapter, uh, a chapter of Box of Balloons 
is two birthday requests a month. Mm. You have to maintain two birthday requests a month. Um, right now in Fargo Moorhead, we are averaging 30. We are doing a birthday box a day and we are growing by leaps and bounds. Again, we have only existed for 18 to 19 months. Um, so the opportunity for significant and consistent growth is there to, to continue down that path. Um, two, two stories I'm going to share with you real, real quickly. Um, one was a call from a social worker on a Saturday and um, she had said, Katie, I am so sorry. I know this is last minute. I have a 12 year old girl. I am removing from a house in one hour. I can't share with you the circumstances, but it is absolutely unfathomable. Her birthday is tomorrow. How can you help? Mm. Um, I happen to have a 12 year old child. So for me to think of a 12 year old girl being removed from her home, her parents, all that she knows, regardless of the circumstances um, and being moved into a foster, a short-term foster emergency care type situation, not knowing the people, not knowing what's going to happen. Um, thinking of all these emotions that she's experiencing going through at that moment. And that also it was her birthday. Um, that one really, really struck me. And um, we were able to bridge that gap with that foster family by providing something to bring them all together, by providing a birthday celebration, some games, those types of things to bring them to the table to really kind of break that ice in that difficult situation. And also to help this young girl know that um, she is loved, she is celebrated, she um, is worthy of being celebrated regardless of what those circumstances are. So that's one that I always go back to in my mind that just really, um, really, really strikes me. And I think, Patrick, the reality is going into this little venture, I knew that there was a need in our community. I um, wouldn't have done so without it. I don't think I was prepared for some of the very desperate and the depth of the difficulty of circumstances that some of these children um, are in. And until you really become immersed in these situations, it's just really unfathomable. So just to know that we're bringing a little joy to these kids is, is really rewarding and is really what keeps us going. Um, I think, I think that's really what the other thing too, yeah. is that these, uh, these amazing positive sounding and really positive executed yeah. nonprofits expose a lot of what we don't even think about. And again, in the nonprofit world, you think you've got a good line on how the community works and, and what's going on. And you realize there is such a need, but the trickle down effects of how you're working, remembering somebody's birthday, showing that you care, showing that they love could have a stopgap in some longer term um, things down the road. And that's why, you know, the, the power in a small nonprofit like this and the power of doing something as in, in the global scheme of things, as simple as a birthday box has a lot of those long term positive consequences down the line. And that leads to another question, which is there's a lot of challenges that come with a small nonprofit, especially a new one because 18 months, yeah. you're brand new. You're, you're a baby. Um, <laughs> What is what has been one of the largest challenges that you have had, and how did you overcome that? Um, you know, one of the largest challenges that we have had is truly just the rapid growth that we've had, mm -hmm. and um, we have grown so rapidly, and we take it upon ourselves to um, also deliver every single birthday box. So not only are we pulling together each of the birthday boxes, 
um, you know, whether we have well advanced notice on them or oftentimes last minute notice, but that's to no fault of that um, referral partner for the most part. <clears throat> they let us know as soon as they know of somebody. We just don't have the heart to say no. Um, but then you look at having 30 birthday boxes that not only are you pulling together, trying to identify the resources or pull, find the uh, volunteers, people to help with that, but then also to deliver them. So we do deliver actually within the FM area. So I think we've learned early on that we just need to put out call to action. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done that for a couple of different things. And really the delivery and having people help with the delivery has been just immense. It's allowed us to focus on truly the the system, the processes, the, the birthday boxes themselves versus taking the time to go out and deliver all across the community. So I think some of the smaller nonprofits that experience a lot of that rapid growth are looking yep. to others who have experienced it like you for tips and tricks on how to manage right. that growth. Is there anything that you have learned along the way? I'm countless, I'm sure. But is there any one or two, is there one thing that you could just say, okay, if you're experiencing growth that we have had Here's what we did that might work for you that you could pass along to another nonprofit who might be listening today. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, what I have learned along the way really is just every once in a while intentionally practice the pause. Um, So we just get so caught up in this growth and the need and what's taking place so rapidly. And I've really had to take a pause every once in a while, pull myself back, look at the big picture and say, okay, when we were just doing two to five birthday boxes a month, this worked really, really well for us. Now we're at 20. Now we're at 25. Now we're at 30. So how do we need to shift and adapt our practices and our strategies to be able to do that as effectively and as efficiently as we can, not only for the child advocates that we work with, those receiving the birthday boxes and the services, but also those of us that are leading and um, responding as volunteers to the need in the community. I think and pausing, it's, it's, yeah. It's the, the, a the continuous pause, evolution. Yeah, you know, right. And, and the pause is one of the hardest things to do because you don't want to put the pedal off of you know the floor, but it's the most important thing you can do to readjust and reframe and take time to celebrate what you've already done. And if others want to celebrate with you and if others are moved by this and they want to give and they want to either volunteer, they want to transport gifts, they want to give you a boatload of money, how on earth do people find you? How on earth do people give? The very best place to find us for all of our information is on our local Facebook page. It is Box of Balloons Fargo. Um, that is where everything is kept up to date. You'll get to see all the great work that we're doing in the community, um, our call to actions in terms of the volunteers that we need, the resources that we need, the support that we need, as well as any events and things that are taking place too. That's the best place. And then you can directly message us from there for anything specific that you might be looking for or um, hoping to get involved with. As uh, you finish up this podcast, get to the show notes where we're going to link all of those. You can directly click. Um, I think you should. This is just an amazing organization. And if you like the podcast, go to iTunes and go like it there and go give a giant review (laughs) the same way that you're going to give a giant check to Box of Balloons after the show. So like and share and comment with not only our show, but go find Box of Balloons and go share their mission as well. Katie, thank you so much, uh, not only for what you do, a seemingly um, uh, small thing making a massive difference uh, in kids' lives, which is just an awesome story to uh, have chatted with you about today. But thank you for being a guest on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. 
Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome, or a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com, go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, Use the promo code podcast, take 25% off of anything that you purchase, and I'm going to throw in a book as well, because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer, and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today. 